Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. Just give me one second. I'm just going to turn this music down. I have no idea what it is. I think it's an ad. So I'm just chilling out with a cup of tea. Uh, just Earl Grey. And a protein bar. It is chunky peanut butter fudge. So I got some questions from a friend of mine, Jessica, and I'm just going to respond to them. So here we go. Here's the first one. Do you have any emotion when with clients? Take me into your feelings, girl. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I think in the beginning, I definitely... did feel some emotions with some clients because I guess obviously I'm human and you know having people respect me period feels really good and I think I'm I'm definitely really attracted to that and yeah sometimes I just have to like pull my head in and think like why I'm doing this I'm doing it for the money I'm not here to build relationships because I know at the end of the, the day these guys are not gonna want to take me home to their mom so yeah I just have to face reality face the facts that I'm just a whore to them and they pay me for a service and I deliver that service and yeah that's it I have to separate my emotions from my work most definitely okay um second one. Oh, 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 I'm losing the plot. Okay, so the second question was what service would you absolutely not participate in? Mm, I think if, if it's anything to do with d- um, degrading like me, I don't mind if someone, for example, wants to be shit or pissed on. I'm just like, I'm down to do that on them but I would never want anyone to shit or piss on me it's just like not my thing and I think it's super I do this because it empowers me I don't do this so I can feel like a piece of shit literally um so I guess golden showers there's a lot I don't do because I'm very simple like I don't mind rough sex I think that's like I mean like spanking choking oh yeah, and that's as freaky as it gets. I, I, I just like like to make things simple because a lot of clients li- love to confuse things and want to start putting their spin on things. Like, for example, oh, I thought you kissed kind of thing. And then you just feel like obligated to do it, even though I'm not going to fucking do it. Uh, it's just like, I like to keep it simple so it makes it easier for these dumb fucks. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think the shit and piss thing. Is just couldn't do it. Uh, when finding a partner, do you continue working? If yes, if your partner doesn't want you. Okay, so I need to... I, I keep forgetting that there's actually people listening on this podcast. So I'm going to read this question out really quickly. Um, and loudly. Because I, I, I noticed I kind of mumbled halfway through. When finding a partner, do you continue working? If yes, if your partner doesn't want you to, what do you do? I personally would not be comfortable with it interested to know see that's a hard one uh 
because there's so many things that go into the mix of that. It's like I have worked and I have stopped working because I was in a relationship and it was just that particular experience really made me think differently perhaps and about like how he treated me and how I felt more respected when I was working and how I, I feel like I gave up that lifestyle to be with someone uh, to kind of remind me that like outside of escorting there is somewhat of a beautiful side to being with someone and being faithful so I in my last relationship I had stopped because I would be the same I'm, I'm a jealous type I'm not gonna lie I love someone to myself and that's just I don't think it's selfish I just think it's nice to um, have someone really appreciating you and you and only see you for his himself and for like him to be sacred for like myself as well. So um, yeah, I, I definitely would stop, but I guess it's for the right person. Um, I think next time, because of the last decision I made about like stopping when I was with this person, um, I stopped quite fast and we hadn't even been dating for that long. I think it was like a month and I was out of there. You know what I mean? Like, I was so convinced that... I mean, even if it did or it didn't work, I think I would just spend a lot more time with this person and figure them out and what their motives are. Because some guys, like, I'm not going to lie, literally just want to pull girls out of work to have that control over them, but really offer nothing else. So, I mean... Yeah. I... I guess when working, do not give this up for I and in saying that I mean do not give up your money just for some guy that just wants to have control over you by um, making you stop you know what I mean and I think a guy should really if he knows that you escort um, if he knows that you escort I don't know why I repeated myself but um, he should really understand that it's it's a job. I'm not building connections with these people. I'm literally going to come home to you and I'm I'm all yours, like 24-7. I'm not thinking about other guys when I'm in a relationship. But then also, I think it's like more like a sexual respect thing, like when it comes to safety with sex and STDs. And even though you wear protection, a lot of people don't know that you can still get an ST, STD from kissing I mean, if that's offered in your service, but I'm just saying in terms of like taking something home to your partner, I'm so not for that. Or just, just knowing that someone else has been with me and then I go back to my partner is just, it's just like an unsettling feeling for me personally. Um, yeah, so that's question, that question. And I'm just trying to charge my phone because it keeps going off. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, the next question is... Uh, weirdest request. Hmm. I think it was farting... I mean, I have two, so I'm going to explain two. I had... Uh, let's start off with a guy that wanted me to fart in his mouth. So I had this guy, and he loves um, for someone to like fart in his mouth. 
So I remember that day he was talking to me and just saying like, I hope you're building your fart up for me. And I'm just like, this is weird, but I, I really like, I'm such a trial. I love to just give it a go. I'm like, well, as, as long as he's not farting in my mouth, girl, I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine to do that. So I think that was one of the weirdest experiences. And it was so funny because I remember farting in his mouth and just feeling so weird and like turning back to him and being like, are you okay? Cause like that day, I think <laughs> I had like dumplings or something like that. And I just, I was just really frightened that he might like vomit, <laughs> but he was like loving it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then he came and then after that, I just thought he was into farting, so he wouldn't care if I just, like, let one off in the car while he was dropping me home. And he actually turned around to me and said, that's fucking disgusting. Can you believe it? The audacity of this guy. Um, yeah, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is, um, I remember when I was working at a brothel in King's Cross, and one of my managers asked me if I could take a client that um, likes to, I guess, pretend that he's hypnotizing, um, hypnotizing me or whoever it is that um, his usual escorts that he picks. And I'm just like, okay, I'll do it. Like I love acting. That's like one of my favorite things to do. So I'm like, surely it can't be that hard. And it actually wasn't, it was hilarious because I just, there was a time in the service where he wanted me to like instantly get hard. Like he was like, oh, you know, at the sound of my voice when you wake up. And I was doing such a good job at the whole hypnotizing thing, like being hypnotized, that I actually thought I was hypnotized. Like I could have been. That's how like fucking amazing I was. Um, so yeah, I remember sitting on the couch and he's like looking at me and he's like, and you had, like, I was pretending to sleep kind of thing. Uh, and he said to me, and you, you instantly get hard at the sound of my voice. And I'm just like, one, he, he was like so old. So like, I wasn't going to get hard regardless if it was to, to the sound of his voice. Like, I can barely get hard just by like being in your presence. Like, and suddenly you want me to get hard. So that was like one thing that I couldn't act out is instantly getting horny over him. So it's, I guess my skills weren't that great because my genitals couldn't act the part. Um, but yeah, that was one of the weirdest requests. Um, best experience sexually. I don't know. Um, hmm. That's a hard one. I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge like emotions person. And I feel like if the emotions are not there, I just like the passion, I mean, um, like I'm, I'm a, like, I love being caressed and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Cause guys are kind of like in and out. Um, I'm not going to answer that one, actually. I just, I don't know. I've kind of lost track. Does that sound really bad? But I just, I don't go into to it, like, thinking that 
someone else is better than someone else like anyways i'll come back to that one because i just feel like that's such a hard question okay favorite service to provide uh no i hate it all i hate it i just like even if it's someone hot i just like i'm like oh i'm just like thinking about the money and then i'm looking in the mirror like kind of rolling my eyes uh yeah so i'm gonna say no service i don't like any service that i provide (laughs) um at what point in your life did you decide that becoming a sex worker was going to be what you would do actually it's so funny because i've always been sexually active so even being young i used to do webcam um and set up kind of like my account so i was being paid for like um just like so i could go to the canteen and shit at school (laughs) but um i don't know i never really saw myself doing this it was just like one i think everyone i don't know if it's everyone but i've obviously had the thought in the past but i could never imagine because i was i just feel like it was one of those things where i wasn't comfortable with my body and i don't know i just wasn't didn't think anyone would look at me in that way where they would pay even a cent um to my account but um i think it was one it was like two new years new years ago yeah i think it was in 2018 um me and my friend were prank calling brothels and i was just saying like oh this is candy you know like are you looking for workers and mind you this was to a like transsexual brothels and so one of them um just asked me to send photos so i did and they're like oh you're stunning and coming for an interview so then i ended up working and then i found a sugar daddy is that a part of the question because i don't want to elaborate on something that's totally not the question yeah so then so i didn't really think about it to um answer your question um i just kind of fell into it because when i transitioned i found it hard to work i was being laid off a lot and i and i feel like because when i before i transitioned i had no problem finding a job and i and i know trans women that have nine to five jobs don't get me wrong i don't think we're incapable i just think um the chances are not that great um oh like uh, of a trans girl getting a job because yeah definitely before i transitioned i was getting jobs like left right and center my friends were always saying how do you get jobs so fast and i'm like i have no idea um and now i'm just like really you're not gonna choose me i have so many qualifications it's not funny um yeah so i kind of settled for it and then i realized that it helped me with my boobs and helped me get um get a lot of places get to a lot of places you know what i mean so i've done a little bit of traveling done my breasts and i before all this shit went down with this epidemic i was planning to get a lot of other surgeries and i'm just have a lot of savings and i'm just i kind of guess living or taking every day as it comes okay so the next question um any regrets or mistakes nope never regret anything um mistakes i think in the beginning i was super lenient and just like letting guys walk all over me i guess it's my only mistake and regret but now i'm a bad bitch so it doesn't matter um do you get married men 
did they tell you why they're doing it? I would just come strictly for the service. Um, I guess, look, no, probably half of them are married, but I feel like only maybe 20% tell me that they're married. And because not all guys just want sex. So I've had a couple of clients and, you know, they want a massage and then we end up talking about life and then they dive into like relationships and how it's been hard for them with a with a partner and they're just going through a lot so it's more like a stress relief i guess for them um because also they're not walking into my service and being like oh my god i i can't wait to marry this girl that is massaging my back it's just it's more like a getaway you know what i mean so i do believe that married men can love their wives and you know what if i had a husband I think I would definitely or like a partner I would definitely prefer him not that I would approve of it but I would definitely prefer him to um say an escort rather than maybe meeting up with my friend and building that emotional connection because like escorts are in and out you're out of there and it's done you know what I mean there's no time to build to grow like your feelings towards that person um do you deal with okay uh where i'm up to do you deal with women also uh i've had i think it was one experience where i did like a a couple but it was with my friend as well and yeah they were hot um i mean i'm not denying that i'm like i am into women as well but i don't know i guess it's like unless you build somewhat of a friendship then i'm okay to do it but so the the last people I took, the couple, they were really cool and chill and I felt like they were more like friends so we could enjoy the moment together. But if I'm just meeting up randomly like by myself, I feel like it's two against one and it's just like so awkward. Like, yeah, no, I just don't deal with it. Long story short. Do you, do you book couples? No. I mean, I put it out there, but then I kind of like get chicken shit. What's the most common age group that you get? Mm, mine actually really vary, but I would say 29, 30. Yeah, like the 30 range. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like the young ones. I just feel like they're, I don't know. I just feel like they're broke and they're still living at mom and dad's house. So I don't really fuck with them, you know what I mean? Even when they're like, oh, um, for me to book them, they just try to make themselves sound appealing by saying like, oh, I'm young and fit. And I'm just like, I really couldn't care less. Like, oh, I'm poor and desperate for your money. <laughs> um, do you screen them before meeting up with them? How so? I... Hmm... Screening as in like safety when they get here. Like I know sexual, like when it comes to sex, it's like protection, period. Like I will tell you that beforehand. Uh, screening, uh, I guess I just ask them what they like so then they don't get here. And Because the only way someone would get violent is if I'm saying that I provide a service that I'm not actually going to provide when they get here. So I guess that's the whole screening thing. Um... But when it comes to sex, it just basically like, just be safe. 
Um, and because you really can't trust anyone out there. So, yeah, I guess that's answering the question. Um, and also intuition. That's like a big thing. Um, it's like if I, if I feel uneasy for whatever reason, I will literally... I won't even question myself. I'll just be like, hmm, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I usually don't have this feeling about people, but I just don't trust this person. Uh, so yeah, usually I'll talk to them on the phone. Maybe if they're willing to send a photo, I'll, um, I'll like ask for it. Uh, also a dick pic, a most recent dick pic, because people carry like genital warts and things and, like that. So you've got to like be careful for that. Uh, and I don't uh, pick up private numbers. That's like a biggie. I'm like, dude, if you are calling off a private number, you would trouble. And I get people want to be discreet, but like also, it's my safety. Um, do you screen? Oh, we said that one. Do you ever get scared? Mm. No, not really. I guess because I realize that there's cameras around. Like when I like work from hotels. So not really, cause, and especially because I'm really strong and I probably got like the worst temper, which is probably not the best thing either. But um, I really know how to stand my ground and yeah, I just don't let anyone walk all over me. And if you show them like a, even like the slightest bit of fear, I think they take advantage of that most definitely. But I also don't take people with drugs that like to party because it's just not my thing. And the service is gross. They get all sweaty because they're on coke or something else. And it's just being there, done that, and don't want to go through with that again because it's fucking hell. And it just feels like time's going longer. And these people that are on drugs don't realize that. Like I have, I've had guys message before, and I, I like I've taken clients that have been on drugs before, and they message me like the next day, like, oh, did we do safe sex? And I'm like well i wouldn't have done anything with you if it wasn't safe but like just the fact that you're messaging me back like did we do safe sex because you were so high like that freaks me out that's why i don't take those clients anymore because they don't know what they're doing and just gross um longest client booking you've ever had okay so i'm gonna stop the podcast here for a little bit and i'll get back to you Hi guys, so I'm back. I just stopped a little bit so I could refill my coffee and let's get back to the questions, shall we? Okay, so we are up to longest client booking you've had. Uh, I've had overnights before from maybe, we'll just say 10 p.m. to like 12 o'clock in the afternoon the next day. And that was very generous, generous. And I wish that was every day. The next question is, uh, I need to keep up girl. These questions are crazy good. Um, do you ever feel so turned off someone that you really struggle to go on with the service? Uh, actually at the door, like when I greet them or if I go downstairs, if I look at them, I will like literally tell them that like if I can or I can't, which is very rare. Like even I've never really had someone that's like so bad. And 
even my worst one, I think I, I thought about him with like other clients and I've just thought, well, if I can do him, then I can do like this ugly cunt kind of vibe. And it just, I'm never desperate for money. Um, but like, it really depends what they want. Like if it's someone ugly and he just wants to mash up massage, I'm just like, okay, that's all good. So I guess yes and no like i have turned people away before just just by looking at them i was just like oh i can't do it i'm sorry and then they ask questions like why i came all this way and i'm just like because it's my body and i can do whatever i want okay um girl i'm about to okay i'm up to this one do worst experience oh god worst experience um wait i know i've had a really scary experience i just have to remember it fuck i need i really need this experience because i know that it was really fucked up god I wish I, I'll come back to that one. If you, oh, that was right. I remember that I told this guy that no, I don't party. And he's like, oh, that's fine. So he, oh, 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 okay. No, that's not the one. I've got, a, oh, I got a crazy one. So I had this client and I already felt like uneasy with him talking on the phone. It wasn't even that he sounded crazy. It was just, I just had this feeling and then he wanted to bake me cupcakes and it was getting really freaky. So I just said, yeah, sure. But I wasn't going to eat them because I, and then I would just like make up an excuse when he gets there and just say, oh, I'm, I don't know, like toast intolerant or something like that. And then he was just like saying to me, eat this cupcake. And I was like, no, I don't really feel like it at the moment. So I took a cupcake and I put it aside, like pretending that I'm going to eat it for later. And he's like, why aren't you eating it? And he was being very persistent about me wanting to eat this goddamn motherfucking cupcake. And I'm like, I just don't feel like it. And he's like, I didn't make them for nothing. And he was getting really violent. And I'm just like, bitch, what are you fucking doing? And why did you let this motherfucker in your hotel room? And at that point, I just wanted to like, not be ratchet about it and just be like, because if I'm going to yell and scream, he's going to also get... Um, just as mad as I'm probably feeling, if not worse. And, and so I still didn't eat it. I was just like, I really feel sick at the moment, please. I love that you made these and just trying to like calm him down in that moment. And so he went to the bathroom and he was taking such a long time. And then I walked in there cause I was just like getting scared. Like he could be doing anything like pulling out a knife or something like that, ready to attack me. Cause I, I always love to keep an eye out on my cl clients. Like I don't like them to just kind of disappear. Like unless they're having a shower. Cause I just don't trust cunts. You know what I mean? Like I've heard deaths with trans women um, or just like some women in general um, being murdered. Um, with sex work and it rarely happens in Australia but shit girl it could happen anywhere um so yeah he went to the bathroom and he was doing ice and just like ice really scares me just being around that it's just like gross it really grosses me out like I feel sick to my stomach because I had a guy once and he was blowing it in my face on purpose like hit the ice smoke and it really doesn't it has this like chlorine smell but you can't really see the smoke 
And so I remember I had this last client like ages ago and he blew it in my face and I quickly like blocked my nose and I was just like, <sighs> and then I left like in a hurry because I was just like, fuck that. Like this guy is trying to literally get me high and he knows what he's doing. He's just smoking it in my midst just to get me high. Even though I'm not taking it, he knows exactly what he's doing and I'm going to leave. And I remember just feeling like sick to my stomach. Like I was in the Uber and I was like wanting to vomit. I'm like, I felt nauseous. I felt dizzy. I felt like... I felt a tap away, okay, girl? So with this client, I was really like, I'm fucking not having this in my hotel. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's just like, oh, sorry, I'm just taking ice. And you just don't know how people are going to be when they're on shit. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard stories of, like, a girl um, that used to work in Melbourne. This was, like, ages ago. And probably all the girls that work in Melbourne know this story. It was on the news, but this girl got... um boiled by her boyfriend like he chopped her up i think and boiled her body and then ate it and they were they were on ice and i'm just like i really do not want someone to eat my pretty face okay not today not ever so i said to him look i'm a bit scared it's not personal it's just like please do you mind leaving and then he left which was good but that was like has to be had to be like one of my scariest experiences um, if you won the 100k tomorrow, would you stop working? Yeah, girl, for sure. I, I'm just like, I'm basically just doing this to pay, pay off my surgeries and yeah, I'm still looking for work currently, like other work. Um, but yeah, I definitely would give up if I had that money. I would just get the couple of surgeries that I want and leave because like money doesn't matter to me like I really couldn't care less about it it's just the person that I want to eventually who I see myself as like a hundred percent yeah I'm not gonna stop until I see her so it sucks that I have to compromise because this industry makes you can make a lot of money and I shouldn't have to settle for the money but in my um case I kind of do which is sad um how did you tell your family? Do they know? Uh, I remember me and my mom had a fight, an argument, and and she was like, I think I was wearing something like, not revealing, but it's just, I guess if someone saw me on the street, they would assume that I'm a whore. So I guess you could say it was a little bit revealing, but she's like, no one will take you serious like that. And that's just my mom being protective. And I'm like, mom, people get abused. Um, even when they wear jumpers kind of thing. So I was trying to like prove a point. Um, and then I said to her, well, I'm a sex worker. Just, yeah. Cause I just, I, I, I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm just like, it just came out like that. It was more like a, I've, I've always been being that kind of like little shit. Like when my parents like do something horrible to me, I like go outside and like have a cigarette and be like, look, I'm smoking kind of vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I remember my dad for like a while, he realized that I was getting money from like, he probably didn't even know. And he, he was borrowing money, which is fine. And I was like, dad, you don't realize that I, because I, this, this job, like people ask for like me for money all the time and I wish I could help. But honestly, like, I don't, I work hard for this money. And a lot of people do work hard for their money, but I'm just saying like, it's my body and like, I don't mind giving you money, but I just feel like a little bit taken advantage of. Like I could give someone like as much money 
um, like a lot of money if I was working a nine to five job because I don't know I just it's different when you use your body and people expect you to um, give 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 but um yeah just because I have a lot of money doesn't mean that I'm blowing it on shit um yeah so I told my mom and my dad and they just kind of like mm, you know I, I my mom was actually proud of me I know that sounds really weird to some people but my mom was proud of me because coming out of my first marriage I I really like lost myself and I was having these experiences with guys and I just felt like if it wasn't with a girl then I would date start dating guys and they didn't treat me well like I, I had a couple of text messages like oh thank you for that you're a slut Oh, you're not a slut. Sorry. Um, I was never going to be with you. If you think that anyone's going to take you, uh, like be with you, you tranny kind of thing. And I'm just like, you know what? Um, if, if this is going to happen to me constantly, it is actually affecting my mental health. How can I feel empowered? So that was also like a, something that con, um, contributed to me doing sex work was like, I just feel really empowered that at the end of the day, if anyone's going to say anything, I still make money off you. You know what I mean? If you do not want to take me in a service and you just want to fuck around, it doesn't phase me. Like, I can just go to the next guy. You know what I mean? So at least I can look to something as my empowerment. Um, But when I was doing it for free or just like trying to build that connection with someone and they wanted sex and I'm just like, well, I feel like if that's what they want, maybe I can give it to them and they will like fall in love with me. That is not the case. And yeah, I guess she was proud of me in that aspect that like, good. She was like, good for you. You know, you're not letting these guys um, take you for a run run for your money. And you know, the guys that are saying to like girls that, oh, like, you know, why are you escorting whatever? Like, that's why I don't date escorts. I'm like, well, maybe you should treat us like a human being. And maybe I will not want to give up my body to everyone and be with you you know what i mean but no one really showed you that respect in my experience yet and i just until someone does treat me with this um respect and treats me like a human and not like an escort then that's when i will call it quits and that is it for the questions i oh maybe not um (laughs) i love you i i love jess she's like so cool she's writing all these questions Okay, so what was your first experience like? Excited, nervous, everything you thought it would have been. Ooh, what was your first experience? Um, actually, my first experience was a goddamn good one because it was the sugar daddy that I have now. I, he was drunk like when he came into work, and I remember taking him and finishing the service. And he said, do you love me or do you see me like everyone else? And it's and it's quite sad because I'm I'm actually glad I'm that person to him because I, in my mind, I don't think that anyone could have stuck it out like I did with him because I'm just so there for him. And like, we're like really good friends now. But I was like, I love you. Because I don't even know why I said that, but it got me, it got me a lot of gifts actually. I got like two, two $3,000 rings. And then he ended up buying me another one that was only $600. I don't even know what I fucking did with him. This is what happens when you have too much money. You just like get lost. Um, yeah, and then I stayed with him for I think a month. And I was living in Melbourne. And he gave me 12 grand and was like, go get your boobies. Um, 
So yeah, that was my first experience, which is really fucking lucky. Because some girls just like waiting there all day for like sugar. Um, nom, 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 nom. This protein bar, so. Do you have a lot of regulars? Um, I do for like sending nudes. I have this one guy and he wants me to send him nudes and then demand him for his money. So he might send like a a little fee for like my nudes, which is like two hundred dollars. So I have to like boss him around, otherwise he's not gonna enjoy the experience with me. And I'm like, go to the fucking Commonwealth Bank, you little cunt, and put in money right now and he'll be like when do you want me to put it and i'll be like right now fucking do it and he's like okay yes ma'am and i'm like yes that's right bitch and then i'll say to him don't make me wait like i feel like such a cunt because i'm so not that person i'm just like okay like my normal self would be like okay just like when you're ready to put it in put it in but like he wants me to like dominate his finances so he's like a big regular um i don't know i don't really remember i know i have regulars and they say to me Oh, I come all the like I, I saw you like last week or something. I don't know, but I don't remember. But I pretend to remember. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally remember. Um, so yeah, I do get a lot of regulars. Do you get many men that tell everyone they're only straight? Oh my god, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, dying. They're always, even when they're fucking me, they're like, oh, just remember that like I'm straight, yeah. And I'm like, well, obviously you are if you're fucking a woman. Like, I'm not a dude. You're not fucking a dude. Or they have the need to tell me that, like, oh, I would never fuck a guy, but, like, trans, yeah. It's like, okay, why are you even, why are we even having this conversation just to make you feel like a dude? Just fucking leave, bitch. Um, what is your absolute favorite memory? It doesn't need to be related to work. Um... I think the, the 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 working girls that I've met just like really opened my eyes to life and that underground world where I mean some of like some of us love our jobs. I'm not saying that like we're down and out and we're like crying about it while we're working. But I'm saying like it's amazing like the community and sex work with um, meeting like different trans girls and like transitioning and and their um their tra- um sorry fuck I'm losing my words their transition and just being really inspired by the other girls and just really realizing that we're here together and I'm so here for the trans girls during this epidemic because it's a fucking cray cray um yeah so they have I think in Melbourne those girls there just like really yeah they're like my girls I love them um. Who is your greatest inspiration and why? Hmm. Hmm. I will come back to that one. You have us. You have such a joyous spirit. What makes you upset? I think being taken advantage of, or like motives, like if I hear one thing and actions say another, it really like breaks me. I'm just like, why do you feel the need to hurt me? Like I literally look at someone when they do something wrong to me and I'm just like trying to figure it out. What in their like little noggin of theirs is like twisted and just like wants to ruin or try and ruin my soul just by 
being like their motives are just like wicked and they they like to people that like to walk all over someone it's just like not my thing it's just like just be honest like if you just want to fuck let's fuck but if you if you're trying to make it out like it's something else just tell me that it's a fantasy like a fantasy of mine is that we pretend to be in a relationship then i'll be like oh sweet i can totally do that but when it's like manipulating like i miss you blah 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 i'm just like you miss my asshole bitch yeah that like really makes me upset oh so just be kind people and then i won't cry one thing in your life that you could take back and do differently I think all the money that I spent in my first marriage, um, I definitely wish I did that differently. Like, I'm not tied to that problem, but I'm just saying, like, I would have been more... I don't think I would have been even started escorting if I didn't. Um, I mean, I don't want to say that where I would have been would have been different. It might not have been. But I'm just saying, I think I would have would have not liked to be in debt um, during my transition time because I found it really difficult that I had to pay all this money and I know that all the, that 30 grand that I spent on like shit that I could have spent on my transition and I wouldn't need the money now. Um, one thing in your life, uh, how many clients do you have through one week? Oh, well, I don't take clients anymore during the epidemic, but I don't I don't want to disclose that. I just feel like I love you. I love people that want to know this, but I kind of think that's like a... I'll keep my business to myself, you know what I mean? But let's just say it's a decent amount. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for watching my podcast. Hope you enjoyed all these questions and answers. Now I can finish my protein bar. Love you. Bye.